0: Yes. Very good evening to everyone. This is the Woman Agenda. This is Raj, uh, your host. And obviously we've got Erika Wolf on with us today. And who is, who does loads of stuff. She's, um, she's does various things and we will discuss, discuss a lot about them. How are you today, Erika? I'm doing great, Raj. How about yourself? Fantastic. Not too bad. Thank you. Uh, So it is a, it is a difficult one where to exactly talk about because obviously, like I said, um, you do you do do lots of stuff uh, as I, we can as I've seen on your profile on Matchmaker. You uh, do mention you do various uh, various stuff um, on here. Uh, whether it's being an author, so let's let's talk a bit about you being an, an author. Um, so how, how did you become an author and uh, wh- wh- what have you released and uh, what kind of stuff have you released regarding your writing?
1: Well, actually, Raj, I'm a first time author. My first book is due out in June of this year. And that book is about my experience with breast cancer. So about eight years ago, I was diagnosed with an advanced form of breast cancer and had to go through all of the... Oncology treatments, uh, chemotherapy first, then a bilateral mastectomy, and then finally radiation and reconstruction. And what I realized in that process was that, you know, these treatments, while they were saving my life, were very difficult on the body. They're very harsh at times. There's a lot of symptoms that are foreign. Uh, pain is one thing, but, you know, nerve ish issues and nausea and those sorts of things are a little harder to deal with not to mention the the cognitive functions that are impaired and that sort of thing so what i did throughout my treatment was look for other modalities that i could employ that would help me be able to endure what i needed to do to make it through the oncology treatments and so that's what my book's really about i started a blog when i was uh, beginning treatment shortly after my diagnosis I started a blog because I wanted to help inform my friends and family who lived in various areas around the world. And it was becoming exhausting, really, to be able to keep up via text and telephone and keep everyone informed. So I started this blog. And so in some ways, the book started before I even knew it was going to be a book. Um, And so I, I transformed that blog into what is now cancer and other things I'm grateful for, which is the title of my book. And I wanted to be able to share this with people because it's important. We talk about cancer, but I personally, I didn't really know all the ins and outs, even though I had my mother-in-law passed of cancer passed away of cancer in 2002, and my mom had breast cancer. But um, I just feel like it wasn't something that was really discussed, um, and we just kind of go along with what we hear about, what we see in movies, what people are willing to talk about. And I just wanted to be willing to talk about it all. I wanted people to know that you can, while you sometimes are in pain, it's not an absolute must that you suffer. And so there are things out there that you can do to help you get through because it's doable as long as you take one step at a time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, that, that definitely must have been a very difficult uh, phase of your life when you went through that. And um, uh, to talk about that, uh, so how 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 hard was it to to discuss something which affected you a lot? Uh, was it, it must have been uh, quite difficult for yourself to to you know to bring that out in the open? Or?
1: Parts of it are because parts of it are you know, very private. Nobody wants to talk about menopause and menopause is something that happens to a lot of women in my shoes who go through chemotherapy because the medications induce menopause. Um, And, you know, that's kind of a, a taboo subject in some sectors and I don't want it to be. So I have an entire chapter devoted to that, talking about what my experience has been, what symptoms I've had, what kinds of things I do to alleviate those symptoms. And to just let people know that, you know, I was 43 when this all began and just having, you know, normal menstruation, all of those things were going along. I wasn't premenopausal, wasn't perimenopausal, none of those things. And all of a sudden, boom, with my very first dose of chemotherapy, I went into menopause and it was complete. I was postmenopausal within 18 months. And that's a huge, jolt to the body. And that's something that people don't know and people don't talk about. And so I just wanted people to understand that, you know, that's normal and like, let's not make it something that's so scary to bring up. It's a normal part of life. And I, you know, I mentioned this in the book, it's perfectly natural and completely expected, but when it happens, um, You know so suddenly most people most women have about a decade to adjust to these things and like i said i i went from you know being having just completely no symptoms whatsoever to my very first dose of chemotherapy it all began so yeah it was hard i think um it took me a while in fact i never wrote about that subject in my blog it wasn't until i decided that i was going to write the book that i added a chapter specifically on that because I guess I just got the guts. Um, You know, it took me a while, I think, even to decide to write the book. I started it and put it away for about three years and then brought it back out um, because it's not easy and you open yourself up. But I feel like that's really the only way that information gets shared and news is spread is is through opening up.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's good to um Share and uh, tell people about um, what exactly happened and stuff. So he said that's releasing. It coming. That's coming out in June.
1: Yes, the best date I have right now is June twenty seventh. Maybe okay. a little sooner than that, but it should be June twenty seventh of this year at the very latest.
0: All right. Okay. And uh, that's fine. So. At the moment, uh, so is it like a self-publishing, or are you publishing with a com- with a with a publishing company, or how? How's yeah, it
1: I'm I'm publishing with Book Logics. They're right. an independent publisher out of Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Okay, that's good. That's that's, that's 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 great. So they are they like helping in promotion in in the promotion wise marketing.
1: Actually, so um, they do do some things to to promote. Um, their authors, Um, however, I have hired a separate um, public relations team to help me with the promotion, and they're also based, just coincidentally, out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, but they're called the Mm -hmm. EXV Agency, and so I've been talking with them, working with them, and they're helping me to, you know, really spread the word, so my background is actually in PR and marketing, I have a degree in public relations, I've worked in marketing my entire career, so I get it. I know yeah. the importance and I understand, you know, why to do it, how to do it, but I've never been a book author before. And right. you know, it's different when you start trying to market and do public relations into an area where you have zero experience. And so I've been very grateful to have found this team who does specialize in book authors and, um, and women specifically, um, to promote and, you know, help, you know, not just be like, Hey, buy my book, but you know, what is the deeper message? So I, you know, that's why they're helping me talk. I am doing a, um, a conference in Orlando at the end of May, where I'll be talking to, it's called the holistic lifestyle conference and expo. And I'll be talking with a group of a, you know, hopefully, there's there's about eight thousand people that attend. I don't know how many will come to my talk, but I'll be talking to a group there about these things because um, while it's important, I think, to speak to individuals about how their own case is handled, whether it's cancer, breast cancer, or some other kind of illness, or even just a challenge in life. Um, you know, to know that um, you know, self advocacy has been a big part um, of my journey and just knowing that being able to speak up for yourself, make decisions for yourself, no matter who is giving you advice and how strong and credible that advice may be, um, you have to make decisions that are right for you. And so yeah. i that's really what I want to do in promoting um, not just my book, but my message overall. And so that's really been a big focus um, in working with this team in Atlanta is Getting out that, um, you know, that kind of message, especially to women, because I think it can be, you know, especially women of a certain age, when we start talking about people who just implicitly trust their doctors, whether they feel right about it or not. And for me, you know, gut feel was so uh, that I couldn't ignore it. And that's really what I want to spread as far as a message goes, is don't ignore those things. When you have that intuition, really listen to it, tune into it. Don't don't block it away. Actually, like invite it in and listen to what it's trying to tell you and make your decisions from there. So that's um, that's a really a huge part of what my promotion is about.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a really good promotion. Obviously, I'm sure it will help with the women who have been going through difficult circumstances or, or, or who are going through um, something similar, like you said uh and obviously they, they will definitely draw some inspiration uh, for that uh, definitely um and this this booking will be available obviously on the online stores amazon these kind of places
1: yes it will yep it'll be on amazon.com and bnn.com as soon as yeah. it is released after that you'll be able to come to my website at erica-wolf.com and you'll be able to see where else it's available for purchase and also events and uh live appearances that i'll be doing
0: Yeah, absolutely, definitely, 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 and, and uh, yeah. Is there because obviously, um, I, I don't know this. Or so do you have like an official website, or where they can purchase the? They be able to go onto your website or something like that, or?
1: So the website's under development. Um, we do know that the web address is Erica E R I K A Wolf W O L F dot com. Um, but it's still being developed. Uh, It's not live yet. Once it is, that's where everything will be listed. Like I said, we're, we're a little ahead of the game here, which is great. Um, But yeah, the the book is is due out in June. And so the website should be live probably by the end of May. And uh, there'll be all of the links and also um, physical places where you'll be able to either buy my book or get my book signed or hear, hear me speak somewhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, that is something which which uh, which um, will be very very interesting, and uh, like I said, it will obviously draw a lot of inspiration for for lots of lots of people to read this uh, read this book. And uh, uh, is, there, is there any plans to write write anything further after this, or is it a bit too early to say at the moment?
1: You know, Raj, that's something that I've thought a lot about, um, and you're not the first person to ask me. Um, you know, I I love writing. It's something that I started doing as a kid. Um, I always had pen pals that I wrote to. I had a pen pal in Singapore. I had one in the UK. Um, so writing has always been, I think kind of in my blood and I've done it as a living. Like I mentioned, I'm in PR and marketing. And so a large part of what I do there is writing for all forms of media. Um, so I've had sort of a list in my head, I think, of things that, you nice. know, topics that might make sense for me. And, you know, it could be that there's an aspect of this particular book that I decide to expound on because it's interesting when people hear about the title of my book. It's called Cancer and Other Things I'm Grateful for. You know, they say, how can you be grateful for? Uh, for cancer. Is that what you're saying? And, and, uh, you know, the short answer is yes, absolutely. Um, and they want to know, you know, well, how can you be grateful for that? And the thing is, for me, I can't be grateful for where I am in my life without being grateful for absolutely everything that got me here, whether it was something I wanted or not. And and so for me, it's that gratitude that has really allowed me to, um, wholly accept the experience that I had, and then be glad for the things that it taught me. Because I think sometimes it's really easy for us to be grateful for the things we ask for. It's easy to be grateful for good things maybe that come up unexpectedly. But when something that appears bad happens unexpectedly, you know, to think about being grateful for that seems a little, you know, wacky. But honestly, in the end, um, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful that first of all, I'm still here. Um, when I first started my treatment, my doctors were saying, you know, well, we think this, we think that, you know, we're not sure how the chemo will work. And, you know, we hope that when you have your 50th birthday, et cetera, well, I'm yeah. getting ready to turn 52 in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, so maybe something along those lines could be something I expound on in a, in a deeper way in in another book or, you know, something like that. But um, definitely something I've given thought to and we uh, will be exploring in the coming months and years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Christy, just to quickly mention, obviously, the comment on uh, while we're chatting, Christina Weber obviously said, so proud of you. My friend, it's incredible to encourage open conversations with women of our age. That's from Christina Weber. Oh, that's awesome. Thank, thank, thank you, Christina for enough. posting that uh, for for Erika, and uh, that's a very nice comment. It is. She's and, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Um, and uh, thats that is very nice and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I fully agree with what you're saying, yeah, definitely. Um, So what what is, what did you say? Sorry. So what's your main uh, profession, what you do? Um, I I can see obviously you're a motivational, is a motivational speaker you've done?
1: So my, my career to this point has been marketing. So I've worked in a variety of capacities, because that's sort of the great thing about marketing is that you can get into a variety of of areas, um, and and I've really enjoyed that. So right now, I'm working for a not-for-profit organization based in Denver, Colorado. I'm their director of digital marketing, and I they're called the Fetal Health Foundation, and they strive to provide accurate and uplifting information to people who are going through a fetal diagnosis. Um, so that's you know there are. Hundreds. I, I can't even begin to name all of them, but um, a lot of them tend to happen in multiple uh, pregnancies. Um, but you know, not all of them. Many of them happen to single pregnancies as well. But what our goal is is to help families when they're dealing with something that you know could cause either the pregnancy to end or the child to be born with a severe birth defect. To provide them with information to provide them with resources so that they know where treatments can be found, if they're available, uh, what those treatments are, what that might mean. So that's my job is to help get out the word. I do a lot of social media. I work on the magazine, I work on an e-newsletter, and then I'm the liaison between our organization and a wide variety of top tier fetal centers throughout the United States in providing information. We, we work together, we call them stewardship partners, and we work together to get the word out about what they're doing, about their success stories, about their uh, their doctors and nurses, breakthroughs that they've had, treatments that are up and coming, that are being tested and approved, and um, you know, be able to really get that message out to people who are suffering through something like a fetal diagnosis. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, I've worked with them in the past, uh when before my my uh my cancer diagnosis and i lived in denver um but i've also done lots of other kinds of marketing throughout the years and uh and i really enjoy that because i feel like you get a a, a wealth of experience and the ability to meet so many people in in a variety of areas of life
0: yeah absolutely definitely definitely that's uh that is very very uh uh interesting and uh, a uh, very very nice uh, thing to do to be doing uh obviously i've seen obviously you've mentioned that you you live in the mountains uh-huh. um of uh montana uh-huh. and obviously that's something which uh you really uh you 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 like the the peace the peaceful
1: I do. I absolutely love it here. So um, we've only been living in Montana since about last May, but um, we lived in Colorado for 10 years. So we, I grew up in Ohio. Um, So I I know that this is in the UK. So for anybody who doesn't know where Ohio is, it's what some people might call a flyover state. (laughs) Um, So it's, it's uh, toward the Eastern part of the United States. Um, I grew up there, uh, lived there for 34 years. That's where I went to university, where I met my husband, had both of my children there. And then, um, but when my husband and I got married, we went to Colorado, well, we eloped and we went to Colorado and got married and I sort of fell in love with the mountains and it just felt like home to me. And so when we were able to, with our jobs and kids in the right position and all those things, we moved to Colorado, lived there for 10 years then moved away back to the east for about six years, realized we missed the mountains so much uh, that we came back. So we're here in Montana now, um, sort of on the west side of Montana, uh, almost Idaho. So we're pretty far west and pretty far north. And we love it here. It's gorgeous. Uh, Last week, we had about two feet of snow. um, And this morning, it's 66 degrees and sunny. So um, it's a a beautiful place to be with a, a variety of of weather and lots of things to do, so yeah, yeah. the mountains.
0: Are going on. In the UK, we were used to the snow. The, the snow in the UK, um, but so do they usually snow down there? Is it is it, is it a usual thing? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, quite usual. So um, we border Canada uh, to our north, and so what? we're just um, we're just you know slightly south, so we get you know uh, a fair amount of snow here pretty much starting in October and it snows until, I mean, like I said, it snowed last week. I don't think we're done yet. I think we still have some snow in the forecast. Um, So yeah, I think it snows here more than anything else.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. I did hear that. obviously in the U S it was, there are certain places in the U S where it was that there is snow. um, uh, There is quite a lot of snow um, in in the UK, obviously, we're used to it. It's, it happens in, in every place, um, usually. Um, wow, well, uh, on there. So yeah, it must be. It must be. Must be very peaceful down where you are. Then is, is it not like a? So it's not. It's not like a noisy place. It's like a peaceful place.
1: So the city I live in right now has about eighty people, 80. and wow. um, yeah, it's very very small. I think we have. A, so we have a post office. We have a community center and we have a campground and that's kind of it. Um, You have to drive out of town to hit a restaurant or a grocery store. Um, Right now I'm at the library in a neighboring city. So yeah, it's, it's a very small place, very peaceful. It's very quiet, very dark. So um, sleep is sleep comes easy um, especially because there's so much to do during the day. Uh, Lots of, opportunity to get out and go hiking or snowshoeing or cross-country skiing, uh, even just to run around the yard with the dogs. We have we have two big dogs who like to get out and play and run. So um, lots of fun to have in the snow too, which I absolutely love. I feel like snow is a gift. And uh, I, I absolutely enjoy getting out and being able to play in it anytime I can. So yeah, I would say it's very peaceful. It's given me an opportunity, you know, to write my book, I feel because, um, you know, I I love the inspiration of the mountains, having the quiet and the solitude, being able to have the time to really sit down and commit, because that's something that, um, you know, things get in the way. And there's always a reason I think that we can find not to commit to something and really dedicate the time that's needed. But, uh, but I found that here. And I'm grateful for that
0: yeah definitely definitely and I'm sure that that would that would be easy to uh, if you want to do something um, like writing and stuff you would be it would be easier to do it because you would you know it would be like a noisy or you know it's nice you can get those thoughts out mm-hmm. and put to put pen to paper or some people write write um, via the, via their you know laptop these days obviously um so yeah d- directly on the little user panels but yeah absolutely definitely definitely and obviously um uh, through through obviously your work uh, and obviously your book um you obviously you are being that uh woman um advocate uh, regarding this and uh and the kind of stuff uh what what you've done i obviously i've uh tried to um See, like I usually do when I when I when I, when I'm chatting to see if the the person who we're having a chat with because uh, it's basically a chat. I don't really call it, class it as an interview. It's more of a chat. Sure.
1: Um,
0: and uh, uh, to see if they're on, on social media, but I, I'm not been able to find any social media. Are you know Are you away from social media? Or? No,
1: I'm not away from social media at all. Um, I have <laughs> link, I have right. LinkedIn. Um, you can find me just at Erica Wolf on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on okay. Instagram yeah. uh, um,
0: and what about yes, social, uh, Facebook, Twitter, anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm on Instagram. So it's, uh, it's Erica underscore or underscore Boomer. Uh, that's my handle there. I do have a Facebook, but I don't make that public because I have a lot of family. There things about my kids and that sort of stuff. So I don't make my Facebook public, but both my um, okay. Instagram and LinkedIn are public profiles.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we'll just uh, display the LinkedIn just now. This is the LinkedIn official. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, actually, yeah. I
1: think I think you probably need to take the K out of the middle. My middle initial um, isn't there, so if you look for Erica K Wolf, I don't know what will come up. It might still come up, but um, but if you click on uh, that, it, yeah,
0: be- I think I think I think still come up because uh, I but, on through on through Matchmaker. I clicked on the link. It went straight to it. Perfect. I think it still works. I think it still okay. works. Yeah um so you can uh, get, obviously get in touch with Erica uh if you need any any advice about or if you're going through a similar situation you want to ask Erica something um then you can uh, definitely get in touch with her on LinkedIn um definitely I I, I definitely need to update my LinkedIn <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not I've I'm, I'm not been on LinkedIn for a while um so that's something which I need to um but social media is that kind of a stuff where you have to keep on like, keep on on it on the ball every time that's, a, that's definitely one of
1: yeah and sometimes I feel like I do a better job for my company than I do for myself maybe maybe I ought to uh, treat myself with the same amount of uh, time and effort <laughs> that I do for uh for work because sometimes I'm like oh yeah I should put that out there um, on my personal page uh, and and I don't always think about it so something
0: to keep up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is, it is. It's, it's uh, I think social media is one of the things, it's a work in progress, I think, um, why you, you know, uh, you have to just try to keep, it on. I, I, I've i had to do it obviously because of the podcast, I've, I've had to get more on social media. Um, so, yeah, it's just about being consistent, keep on it all the time. And then, uh, um yeah it's just it's one of one of the things uh, I'm trying to get my head around yeah um on let's see yeah um so yeah absolutely and uh so so that, that's that's absolutely great, and uh I think we have covered uh what we wanted to cover because obviously we wanted to talk about your book, we wanted to talk about uh these kind of stuff which you've mentioned. Um, so, abs- absolutely, and uh, so, yeah, definitely, guys. So, obviously, if you see uh, Erica's book out, it will be out in June, and you would be able to buy it. Uh, is it going to be available in uh, physical bookstores as well?
1: That's the hope. So, at the very beginning, we'll get it online, and then uh, with my team at EXV Agency, we'll be working with some brick-and-mortar bookstores, to have it uh in actual retail stores too so right now we don't know where those will be but that's what we're working toward and you'll be able to find out on my website where that where that will actually be happening
0: yeah definitely uh, definitely erica Um, yeah absolutely i mean i it has been it has been wonderful to have you on to chat about this and to discuss about uh uh obviously what you've described and obviously i can only imagine can't even imagine what you've been through um it's a, obviously i know i know uh, with with experiences and obviously with people who i know distant relatives uh who've been through a similar situation i know that it is a difficult thing because they've told me um so i i know that part because obviously they've been through it and they've told me that yeah Uh, what kind of stuff they've had to go through. So it is a a very tough thing. Uh, And absolutely. And uh, I'm sure that book is going to draw a lot of inspiration. Um, So, and uh, anybody watching this or or watching the recorded version, obviously we are going to post this um, and we're going to post the clips. And also, if you want to listen to the audio version, we will be putting that on the website, the woman agenda podcast.com, official website. Um, it will be on there uh, and it will be available on all, all audio podcast platforms. The um, This uh, chat which, we've, which we're having with Erica will be uploaded very shortly on there as well. And uh, obviously, uh, if you guys haven't subscribed, please do subscribe to the channel. We will have um a very talented uh, chinese filmmaker he's on this wednesday 4 30 p.m uk time and we'll be chatting we will be chatting with Yizhu, and hopefully i've said that right um so yeah definitely def- definitely is there anything else you would like to add or you would like to mention which we've not mentioned
1: Um, You know, the only last thing that I that I wanted to mention, I think is important to say uh, when talking about my book is. um, I mentioned it before briefly, but when we're talking to individuals about their experience, that's one group that I want to reach. But I think it's important to reach the caregivers And, and that is the group who can make the difference in care for people. Because when I went through my experience, I had my oncology caregivers and I would have an infusion. And as I would leave, the nurses would say goodbye and have a good day and then send me out the door, not having really any idea what I was about to experience for the next three weeks until my next appointment. And it was in those three weeks that, you know, all of the symptoms would really hit. I would be very sick. I would have, you know, a host of problems that I don't really like to talk too much about because everyone's experience is different. And so my symptoms aren't going to be everyone else's symptoms and vice versa. So, but I do know that they happen. And I do know that people get very ill to whatever degree that is. And so I think that when doctors and nurses, you know, they they look at the end result, you know, and in the end, yes, uh, chemotherapy killed the cancer cells. Um, I'm considered free of the disease and, and doing very well and thriving these days. However, I feel like I needed to have these complementary therapies as part of my overall treatment in order to keep me healthy enough and sane enough to really endure all the rigors of that treatment, because it wasn't just about keeping my body healthy. It was about keeping my mind right, keeping my mind positive, um, having an outlook that made a difference. And really unifying what was happening in my body with what was happening in my mind, because the mind wants to say, well, why did this happen to me? And, um, you know, I've been healthy and I was a yogi and a runner and a wellness coach and all of these things. That doesn't matter because that's not how cancer works. And so it was very important for me, really integral, that I was able to look at it in a different way and really get that thinking out of my mind in a more positive mindset in place so that my mind and my body weren't working against each other, but rather working together so that I could release the disease and be free of it instead of uh, fighting against it. I think it's Carl Jung who said, what we resist persists. And I did not want that to be the case for me. And so I think finding those things was important. But more importantly than me finding those things is the medical community adopting the same ideas and the medical community understanding that um, a positive mental attitude goes a long way toward the physical healing. It's not enough on its own to think yourself into health but when the opposite happens and we become depressed and our our mood devolves and we think everything is you know the sky is falling that does the opposite that we want has the opposite effect in the body so we want really to keep the mind healthy and positive so that the body can follow and that they're working together and so i think that that's my message to the medical community is don't just look at these things as Oh, yeah. My, my, my oncologist used to say, well, well, that can't hurt when I would tell him things I was doing, methods I was trying, Chinese herbs I was taking, uh, you know, craniosacral therapy, seeing a psychotherapist, whatever it was, he would say, well, that can't hurt. Well, it, it does so much more than not hurt. It actually helps. It benefits the patient. And I think that in the end, if what we're looking for is eradicating cancer, then we have to look at all of the ways that it affects the body, and then how the mind has such a positive impact on making that happen.
0: Absolutely, definitely, definitely. Yep, absolutely um, spot on. Definitely, um, I think I think that's something which definitely needs to be looked looked into. Definitely um, by them. Um, d- definitely, definitely agree with that, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I uh, so, uh, would well, like to say uh, a big, big thank you, thank you, Erica, for coming on, um, on there, and uh, wishing you lots of success for your book. I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a success, uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure, a lot of women and people uh, and uh, yeah, even uh, both genders will draw inspiration from reading this book, and uh, and. And don't forget, guys, it will be available on Amazon. Uh, what date What date is it at the moment? Um, tentative, tentative date.
1: Yeah.
0: June the 27th. June the 27th. So hopefully yes. June the 27th is going to be releasing yes. on Amazon.com and these kind of places. So do check it out. Uh, it's going to be a very, very uh, good read, um, definitely. And obviously uh like erica said she's available on linkedin as well and you can you can reach her on linkedin if you need to ask her anything or you need some advice or some something she is available on this link i sure uh, am you thank you so much me. for
1: having me today raj i really appreciate it it was wonderful to talk with you i appreciate you your well wishes on the book and um, uh, yeah like raj says, anybody that wants to reach out let me know um, i'm happy to talk i'm an open book I'd like to help out if I can.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Erica. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Thank you.